Hello, everyone. Thank you for providing the safe space to be vulnerable and also to hear each other's stories. And thank you for also just being so loving and being supportive through our own relationship as well. I really appreciate it. So in 2015, I wrote a poem that I would like to share with you all. I am like the earth. I am brown, nurturing, and powerful. And just like the earth, I will always flourish and grow. Growing up in Logan Heights, or what some of you may know as Barrio Logan, which is a low-income neighborhood in southeast San Diego, I gained a deep love for the people at Logan. There were many sacred spaces that have a rich history of resilience and community, from Chicano Park to the local panaderia that was owned by my padrinos. The majority of my blood-related family live in Michoacán, Mexico, and Acapulco, Guerrero. So my parents and I formed our own family in Imperial Avenue. My tíos, tías, cousins, close friends, madrinos y padrinos were construction workers, dishwashers, house cleaners, cholos, reincarnated, drug addicts, single mothers, business owners, and people that were overlooked in society or looked down on by others. To me, their existence and presence made Logan home. When we continue the path to higher education and break the cycle of poverty in our families, there will be moments in our lives when we will forget about who we are, where we come from, our intersectional identities, and our communities. There are other times when we normalize the pain and struggle of our community, or as Perezda advocates stated, they gave us everything they could have, but they also sacrificed everything they shouldn't which leads us to forget the importance to celebrate the accomplishments and resilience that we and our communities face and also acknowledge our pain. The sense of community I had was slowly being taken away from me. People I called family had to move away due to rent increases. Sacred childhood places were replaced with chain stores. My father had to work additional jobs to bring food to the table. Colorful buildings that brought memories of my family in Mexico were whitewashed. I experienced gentrification and instrumental effects firsthand in my sophomore year of high school, and I'm still experiencing it right now. It seems as the year progressed, I am seeing Logan transform into a tourist attraction for non-residents, universities, and even school clubs. The traces of the community members that once lived here were on every corner of the streets of Logan. I can hear their waves of laughter, see their faces, and smell their scents. They were everywhere yet gone. I cannot leave my community. I am drawn back no matter how far I am from it. The fall of 2022 and this summer were the worst years of my life. It was also the year I was actively involved on campus, from being co-chair of the Association of Chicana Ex-Activists to being involved in different committees like Viva la Virgen de Guadalupe. A lot of personal issues arose from seeing a close friend move to Mexico because they could no longer afford to stay in Logan to losing my childhood friend in October. I remember mourning that morning when I found out about the news. My heart stopped and all I could do was call my best friend. And Jimmy comforted me, comfort me, and then told me, Ash, it's Logan Heights. We've been losing friends left and right since middle school. If it isn't gentrification, then it's drug overdose or gang violence or being poor. The first friend I ever lost was when I was in sixth grade. She was only 11 years old. From my freshman year to my senior year at USD, I lost more than six friends. You would expect that I was used to the death of youth, elders, or community members. Yet every time I hear news of a friend passing away, it hits harder. I began to feel guilty that I was here at USD, not worrying about bills, if I was having table 
or a food on the table and being in my own bubble, living my best life with no stress other than doing homework. I should have been down in Logan helping as much as I can. I should have been next to my childhood friend asking if they're okay and helping them apply to college. I should have been there for them. I felt selfish for having all these resources and not doing enough to fight against gentrification, environmental racism, and police brutality. I felt useless, disgusted with myself, heartbroken. Then I decided to quit all my responsibilities on campus. There's this negative perception of people who do not have degrees, look a certain way, or talk a certain way, do not provide anything useful to the community. I always tell others that I may be getting a degree, but my parents and friends are way smarter than me. The concepts we're learning right now, such as environmental racism, gentrification, food deserts, etc., my community and family members are living with those obstacles and finding solutions to overcome them. For example, my father has always been an environmentalist without knowing what an environmentalist is, and there's a high chance you are too. He would stuff the plastic bags together and reuse them, use water bottles to plant herbs, or use old cookie cans to put money in it. I have family and friends who are artists that are making art with limited resources, musicians that are creating powerful songs with just their phones, poets that are advocating for environmental justice, photographers that are capturing the beauty of brown and black folks in Logan, healers that are providing tools to heal our heart, mind, and souls in an accessible way, Teen mothers are trying to break the cycle of poverty. Fashion designers who only use items they thrifted to make an outfit 100 times cooler than it was before. Uncertified mechanics that can fix a car with just junkyard materials. Sex workers that are using their money to fund community projects. Mothers that use their homes as a haven for individuals that have nowhere to go. Community members that are simply surviving while fostering community through their small actions and the list goes on. However, since many do not have a degree, speak English, or not wealthy white individuals, their knowledge is not seen as valuable compared to a person who does have a degree. In fact, there's no academic space for my father or loved ones to share their knowledge and experiences with the public, in academic settings, or in community works. Imagine how much knowledge, experiences, and stories we're missing out on because of this perception we have of people that do not have degrees. And if they do share this knowledge, it may be appropriated profit off, or disregarded. And I want to remind you all to stay grounded in, the, in whatever field you're in, but to also make space for the people that are often not celebrated, looked down upon in our society, or who is, whose existence is only acknowledged if their brown and black bodies are used in the academic field or dead. Therefore, I want you to take some time to close our eyes and take a moment to thank our janitors, house cleaners, construction workers, farmers, or someone that you may know should be here but is not. It is a time to celebrate them and welcome them in our arms. So I will leave you with the latest revision of the poem I wrote. We are like the earth. We are brown, nurturing, and powerful. And just like the earth, we will always flourish and grow together. Thank you.